0: Log Talk Radio
1: with the most coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite all-time breakfast includes sourdough toast, Coach Mike Jones. Happy WrestleMania Sunday to everyone. Without further ado, I want to welcome our guest to the show. He is a professional wrestling manager out of the Louisiana area. We are excited to have him. Big, Grant, thank you for being with us here on WrestleMania Sunday.
2: What up, Chief? What up, Chief? How are y'all doing out on this nice day?
1: Doing very well. Now, since today is your first time with us, I'm going to start you out today with our first-timer question. How did you get into the business of professional wrestling?
2: Oh, man. Well, I was working in um, radio, and I used to always, like, challenge the wrestlers from like, you know, like uh, WCW and WWE and TNA, you know, whatever. Whatever wrestling came to town, I would challenge them, you know what I'm saying? Just joking. And then the one of them was like, hey, uh, come check it out. And then um, I went and checked it out. And so uh, now we're here. <laughs> I mean- Your neck of the woods
1: there in Louisiana, there's a very long, very storied history of professional wrestling. You have wrestling going back to the days of Bill Watts' Mid-South when it was red hot. And Junkyard Dog was voted the most popular professional athlete in New Orleans uh, back when there were a lot of professional sports teams there. What's it like being in an area that's so steep in professional wrestling history?
2: Well, you know it's it's good, like you know what I'm saying, because it's like, especially because like I'm I'm like a visible person in the city, just regardless. Anyway, so when I got into wrestling, it just it just I got to hear all the stories and all the all the all the things that I didn't know about about wrestling that happened here, like you know what I'm saying, like. I, I got to meet, you know what I'm saying, older wrestlers that used to wrestle back in the days that still hit live. You know what I'm saying? I just got to. It just it just gave me a better perspective of the history and and why why I have to do some of the things I have to do. Like yeah, just because, like you know what I'm saying, because of the lineage and the, and the things that came before me.
1: In the era that we're in, it's a little bit different than <clears throat> Bill Watts' era because managers are not necessarily featured in the national companies as much as they were back in the Bill Watts' era, back in the 70s and 80s. But they're still oh, an important part oh, of the independent scene. Do you think we're going to see a time when managers – return the prominence at the national level.
2: I don't I don't think we can keep saying that now. Like I'm saying, like a couple of years ago you probably could have said that, but look 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 at look at what's going on now. Like you know what I'm saying, look at what's going on now. Like in the main event right now, you know, you know, the the OG, my big homie, uh, Paul Hammond is holding it down. Like you know what I'm saying, and you know, like they got M V P and they got like you know what I'm saying, They're on the other end they got all the great managers that's in AEW and ROH, like you know what I'm saying, like you know, so you know, they got greater managers in MLW, like you know what I'm saying, they got great managers in NWA, like the managers is back, Jack. Like you know what I'm saying, they back now. It's like, like you know what I'm saying, like I don't think I don't think that's that's not a thing no more now. Like you know what I'm saying, the door's open and people won't walk through it. Now, when
1: you go to independent shows, I know you work all over the country, is it easy for you as a manager to go into a new area and immediately get reactions, or do you have to sort of work a little bit harder when you go into a new place to get the reaction you would if you were working closer to home?
2: Uh, not really with me. It's like my my stick is my stick. So it's like if I'm if I'm bad guy around, yeah, I'm I'm on from the, from the minute I come out the curtain, and then then the minute I come out the curtain, the first thing I say soon is not even when if I got the mic, as soon as I come out, the first thing I say to that first person while I'm walking out, it, it it's gonna set the whole tone. We we gonna be all right wherever we go. Like I'm saying, but if I'm good guy ramp, then I might have to work a tad bit harder, you like you know what I'm saying? But I'm you know, it is what it is.
1: And a lot of people in the wrestling industry, they have those moments with fans that stand out to them whether it's the first time they get asked for an autograph or first time they sell merchandise or maybe the first time they've made a and cry and got that emotional reaction out of them. Do you have one of those standout moments that sticks out in
2: your mind that is a really special fan moment for you? I like to make the old women like the oldest like the oldest, nicest old ladies in there come all the way out of their whole entire character and just meet all the way out. Like, like to see a nice, the nice grandma just cussing me out like that is the best thing in the world because I know that she's having the greatest time ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's because of me because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rile this woman all the way up. I got her blood boiling to the point where she's standing up. She want not fight me. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's having a good time, man. She's gonna be back. When I come to town she's coming back, and she gonna be in the front, and she gonna have a sign, and she gonna she gonna, she gonna be ready to the heck of me
1: Now we know historically in the South, a lot of fans would become very passionate to the point that they would often attack fans and manager or fellow fans yes. managers, wrestlers, whoever was. Making them angry in a given match. Uh, We have horror stories from generations past with wrestlers being stabbed, shot at, chased out of town by angry mobs. I know sometimes you still encounter fans with that same passion and determination to get at the people that's made them mad. Have
2: you ever had one of those scary instances with a crowd? Uh, I've been, actually, i kind of been performing, like, in front of crowds since I was, like, a small kid, so I, crowds don't do it to me like that, like, ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to in, like, nightclubs as a kid, so crowds don't do it like that. I just I just pick up on certain things before it happened and I, I just know how to deal with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I just try to stay out of the way of, of those type of things because, you know, then I have all rights to defend myself, so I try not not to have to.
1: Now, as a manager, you're going to have a little bit more of an advantage when it comes to being able to spot these things and the people actively wrestling a lot of times. Has there ever been an instance where you had to save the wrestlers in the ring from a fan attack?
2: I mean, there's been times, like, you know what I'm saying? There's been times, we like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have to fight out a couple of couple, uh, country town buildings where the phone don't work, where we can't call nobody. There's been times we had to do a couple of things like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, you know, everybody hasn't progressed. Um, you know, everybody hasn't progressed. And I'm going to it like that. Everybody has, everybody in some of these towns have not progressed all the way. They're still stuck in the old days, and I'm not talking about the wrestling, you know what I'm saying, but you know, it is, We it is what it is, so well,
1: at this point my coach, Coach Mike Jones is standing by, I know Coach has questions to ask as well, so I'm going to pass you over to him for a minute okay,
0: hey hey, big ramp, thanks for coming on, we appreciate you coming on and your time
2: what's going on, Coach
0: hey, so, uh Who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, sports, music, ordinary life, or all the above?
2: Oh, man. I I had a lot of heroes growing up to the point where I just took from, I just took something from all of them and just wrapped it all in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wrestling-wise, like I always did, Like, like the managers and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always, like, the Dr. Style Slick and Paul E and, you know what I'm saying, and Jim Cornette and uh, rest in peace to Moody. And, you know what I'm saying, it's just it's just like a lot. I've always gravitated towards that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, wrestling-wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, my uh, junkyard dog was a friend of my uncle, like, you know what I'm saying? So I I got to met him at, uh, meet him as a kid, like, you know what I'm saying? My sister was in the military, so I got to go to, like, uh I got to go to, like, the world class and stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like I've always been around this wrestling in some form or fashion to the point where it, it just, you know, it, it was it was an easy transition for me, and it was, it was good. To, it just It's just a thing, you know?
0: Right on. Okay. And then one of our main questions on this show is, Dying Guy and the fans would like to know what your favorite coffee to
2: drink is. Wait what? Your favorite coffee? My favorite coffee? Um, I'm not really a coffee person no more. Man, so, we get that uh, answer.
0: We get that answer more often than not. What's your favorite drinks?
2: Uh, I've been on I've been on motees lately and stuff like that. I'm not really not really a coffee person no more.
0: Okay, did you play sports in high school or growing up?
2: Yeah, yeah, I played sports just in general.
0: And then, what's your self-defense background? Uh, well, you know, um,
2: I, I took uh, karate. I took karate for for a good while, so you know, I okay. got a couple then, other things. I got a couple other things with that too, you know.
0: <laughs> right on. Okay, and then, uh, what different characters have you worked in wrestling?
2: Um, uh, I've been, I've been blessed for the, uh, for my career to, to be me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I came in, I was already a big ramp before, you know what I'm saying? Before wrestling, I came in as myself and I'm just me on, on 21. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just me on 21. So.
0: Okay. Nice. And then what are some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with or both?
2: Oh man, that's oh man, we'll be all day. <laughs> we'll be all day because it's like I've been I've been going to wrestling. Like I I went to Mid South with, with Bill Watson and we done stuff like that. So I was there for a lot of that. Like you know what I'm saying. I was there in the sportatorium for some stuff. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I like I seen Flair versus Team Boat like in the Superdome. It's, 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 <laughs> like, man, it's like I don't even want to talk about none of the stuff I did. I could just talk about that stuff. It's like, man, it's like, man.
0: Okay, nice. And then uh, so you're over there in the Louisiana area. Have you worked with uh, uh, Luke Hawks or uh, some of yeah. the other people around there? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like my history with, uh, with Wildcat and Luke Hawks is uh, documented. Like I'm I'm a Wildcat original just for the record, like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, he's a good dude, like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he making moves, we making moves. He's still cold now, by the way, you know what I'm saying? So he's he still cold T-Muffin on Young Raps. Salute to him.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay, and who are some of your favorite people to work with? Oh...
2: I I pretty much by me being starting out the way I started out I pretty much I like everybody it, it's like there's there's very there's probably I could there's not too many people that I don't like working with like you know what I'm saying I like I just like I like working I like I like I, I like doing it like so it's like because you know because by me coming from the other end of entertainment everybody else always asks me like man why you why you go do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people that's like like casual casual people that that, that don't have that like like that know all the other things like the movies and the music and all that I do. And they they like, Why do you go hurt yourself like that? I mean it's like I'm like, um I I guess I'm a glutton for punishment and I love it. Like so it is what it is.
0: Okay. And then who are some of the toughest guys in wrestling that you've seen?
2: The toughest guys in wrestling that I see. you he that been somewhere. But I I go I go with like uh I go with my dudes. I go with Rodney Mac, uh Boyle Walker, um you know what I'm saying? Them them type of cats. Like you know what I'm saying, I go with my I go with my team. Mad Dog Gill, like you know what I'm saying, I just go with my team. I go with B R. E. hands down. The band B. R. E. they're the toughest. And you know, they've I've I've had over uh It's, like, over 150 people in BRE over the last 12 years. So it's a lot of tough people, a lot of tough guys and gals out there.
0: Okay, awesome. And then let's see, what are your suggestions for people wanting to get into the business?
2: Shut up. Okay. (laughs) Like, shut up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like, just talk to somebody, go to a reputable school. But shut up! Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you watched on TV. I don't care how many video games you played. I don't care how many backyard federations you didn't started and ran. Shut up and go go learn. Go learn correctly, because it's gonna save you a lot of time and a lot of headache, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of other uh, unnecessary BS that you might go through if you try to do it the other way. Like you know what I'm saying, like I'm not saying like you know what I'm saying, but different strokes for different folks, but you gotta make sure you like if you jump in that water you gotta be able to swim.
0: Exactly. And do you have any schools you'd like to suggest?
2: Um, find one that find one that that, that works like look at shop around. You know what I'm saying? Like because what works what 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 might work for me might not might not work for my my brother. And he's like you know what I'm saying, like he's like just shop around. It's like there's schools all over the country. Like you know what I'm saying? But if I had to if I really, 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 really had to had to give out like one or two right fans, like I was I I send him to Booker T. Um, at Reality Wrestling, or oh, I send them by by Rakisha. At, at Knox Pro and most definitely, most definitely send them to the dog pound dojo by Rodney Mac and Jazz.
0: For sure, okay. And then, what do you got coming up?
2: Um, well, yeah, I got a, uh, I got a couple shows coming up. Um, like right now, you right now, I'm about to do the Russell kind of thing because I finally made it. So uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Then, then, uh, then after that, I'm gonna take a little break because I got to shoot. I got to shoot a movie in New Orleans, and then we got like. Um, we got something coming up for GSW. We got we got a couple of things coming up. I'm gonna put my schedule out in a minute for everybody who's gonna follow me on social media and stuff.
0: Okay, and then how do people get a hold of you?
2: Um, it's well, they can just type in Big Ramp. Like I'm I'm the only Big Ramp that that really pop up. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the only thing that pop up besides that is the X Games. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could type either either Big Ramp Wrestling or Big Ramp Rap or Big Ramp Rapping Wrestler or whatever, but it's going to be me that pop up. You know what I'm saying? Check out my music. Check out uh, everything else. Just, you know, it's all it's a rabbit hole once you get there. So there's a whole lot of things there that I'm not going to say because I don't know if I can say it on here or not. But <laughs> make sure, like, there's there's a lot of things, and if you and if your kids, please ask your parents first. The, uh, can you check out it? Because there's a couple things on there. There's a couple things on there. Please ask your parents first, and just tell them there's a couple things on there. And I told I, I told y'all to ask first.
0: Are they rated PG or
2: rated R? No, it's not. That's why I told them X. <laughs> like, know what I'm saying? Oh, I was like, okay. hey. Hey, 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 hey! Like they got some PG things and they got some non-PG things. You know what I'm saying? Because I, okay. I I'm practicing yeah, yeah. duality here, so you know I'm like, you know, there's 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 uh, there's music things, there's things from films and movies that I've been in clips and all that. There's you know there's all kinds of just things. It's just that's why I say it's parental advisory. I just tell them go ahead and check it out.
0: Okay, sweet. And then my last. Segment is called favorites. What was your favorite concert that you've seen?
2: What was my favorite? What I couldn't hear you. Concert. Oh wow. Um. That I've seen. Oh yeah. my goodness. I know. Man, it's that's there the hardest question. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest question, man. Okay. I was going to say, you can think
0: about it while I ask my next question.
2: All right, all right, right. I'm going to come back to it.
0: What's your favorite sports teams?
2: The New England Patriots. Um, Let me see. Uh, The Lakers. The Pelicans. uh, Let me see. And, uh, And the Dodgers. Okay,
0: nice. All right, and then back to your favorite concerts. Of course, you can list more than one.
2: Uh, well, I guess I guess I I go with a I go with a good old. Uh, I, can't I can't really think of a good old. I can't think of a good concert like that. Like I can't even think of a, a, not a one. Because I'd be What's so tuned band? in at the concerts. I'd be tuned in in the other things. So. It's
0: okay. Yeah. Like, What's your favorite t- band then?
2: Uh. The doors? I like the doors.
0: Okay, sweet. All right, nice. All right, brother, I wish you all the luck in the world, and thank you so much for coming on, and it's an honor, man. Thanks.
2: Oh, no problem, man. Anytime, man. Like
0: I'm, like I'm I'm sure Sign Guy has some more. Okay. All right, thank you, Coach. Well, Big Ram, like you were saying,
1: you also have been in the world of hip-hop, and hip-hop and wrestling have combined... Over the years, we've seen wrestlers like PN News and Men on a Mission hip-hop yep. and what they do in wrestling. We've seen people like Snoop Dogg at WrestleMania. We've seen uh, other hip-hop acts. Bad Bunny was at WrestleMania yesterday. What yep. do you think it is that attracts the world of
2: hip-hop, professional wrestling, and vice-versa? Because they're not they're not they're not too different, man. Like like a lot of a lot of rappers uh a lot of rappers are living the gimmick. Like, like like I'm like I look at it now and then I see the similarities, like it's a lot of the same things. Like especially especially uh with me, it's a lot of the same towns that we did, like like during the concerts, it's a lot of the same venues. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's like just it's, it's like I'm like, Okay. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I started, like, as soon as I got into wrestling, I started noticing the similarities to it like that, and I was like, oh, 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 well, well I learned, I learned from this, I can navigate this a, a tad bit better than I did with this music when I was a little kid trying to do this, I'm a, I'm a grown man doing this, so let me, oh, okay, let me check this, oh, okay, so I can, oh, I got it, it's like, you know what I'm saying, it just, It just was it just was it it was it was easier for me to promote myself. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people have to learn to promote themselves. It was I was a self promotion machine from day one. So, you know what I'm saying? Some people liked it and some people didn't.
1: Of course wrestling and music go way, way back decades in the earliest days of professional wrestling wrestlers would sometimes use live bands and orchestras to play music as they made their entrance. Of course, once we hit the late 70s, early 80s, it was common for entrance music to be played on the PAs. WrestleMania was built around rock and wrestling with Cindy Lauper at the forefront. When wrestling first really took hold with incorporating music, do you think that that is what sparked the boot in professional wrestling, or do you think that wrestling would have had that popularity without the musical ties?
2: Every time that wrestling has boomed, music has been involved. Every single time. Every, you know, theme music. You could sing it, you could hum it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so like. There's not too many guys that come out to nothing. There's not too many guys that come out to nothing and no music. Like there's not too many guys that like you know the song they come out to. Like you know what I'm saying, there there's there's I work with that they, they whole shtick, their whole gimmick is they theme music what they come out to. It's like they theme music makes them. Like you know what I'm saying? And and, and it's even this even is weird like that song. <laughs> it's like, okay. If they like it, I love it. Let's go. Put bus in seats, I'm fooling
1: with it. Now, like we've said earlier today, today is WrestleMania Sunday, and WrestleMania has evolved a lot over the last 39 years. It now goes two days there are conventions attached to it yep dozens and dozens of independent promotions run in conjunction with WrestleMania in whatever town WrestleMania is going to be it's become a massive income generator for whatever city gets to host it. when you look at the way WrestleMania is today do you think that WrestleMania Itself is the ship that steers the entire wrestling industry, or do you think that the wrestling industry has helped make WrestleMania
2: to what it is now? It's it's kind of like a fifty-fifty ball. It's like it's like the glass half empty, half full thing. Like you know what I'm saying? It's it's like without all of the other wrestlings, I doubt that I doubt that he would have been able to go to all the territories and take all the top stars. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so so it it, it comes from that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then on the other hand, like the way the way a city, a, a, when WrestleMania is in a city, and the city comes alive. Like you know what I'm saying? Like with all these different venues all over, and we have this over here, and this 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 company has this, and this 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 this, and, this, and, this. and Good old Russell kind. I gotta plug that. Good old Russell kind. If y'all see me, if y'all see me, just take some pictures and tag me in them. And I, and I'm not pulling a Virgil this year. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pulling a Virgil this year, so it's all good. <laughs> Shout out to Virgil. That's my dude.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, we're big fans of
2: Virgil here on this show.
0: <laughs>
2: the meat sells good. Shout out to Virgil. man. Now,
1: a lot of managers in years past have incorporated bodyguards. Uh, You don't see that as often in the last few years, but at one point in time, a lot of managers would have a bodyguard that would be at ringside with them. Sometimes they would wrestle. Sometimes they never really wrestle, and they would just do the bodyguard work. Have you ever – personally incorporated a bodyguard as part of what you do
2: yeah i was like from time to time see at first i used to always have like bodyguards and all like and all that and stuff like that and then and then i got put in the positions where i had to defend myself and i was like wait a minute I'm kind of big myself, so you know I still get bodyguards from time to time. Like you know, what I'm saying when it when, when it permits or if I need to go through the BRE roller decks or one of my one of my big one of my big bars to come through, yeah. But um, you know, yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. See, um, I employed I I employed the services of Mr. Hughes. I've got the bodyguards. That's one of the.
1: Biggest bodyguards you're gonna have if you're in wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah, total protection. I like I had that that's my bodyguard, total protection. Look it up, you can you can find it. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Hughes, man, trainer of champions. I know he's feeling real good right now. A lot of, a lot of his a lot of his students cutting up this weekend, so Absolutely trained a lot of top guys.
1: And one of the things that has really exploded in the last 20 years or so in pro wrestling is cruiserweight wrestling. Uh, before WCW really introduced the cruiserweight division, the smaller guys were sort of an opening match type of situation. They didn't really get a lot of screen time. You didn't see a lot of interviews right. with them. Uh, as that cruiserweight division flourished, you saw more and more smaller wrestlers at the forefront you yourself like you said is a bigger guy because of the way a lot of promoters look at managers not being bigger than their clients do you manage a lot of cruiser weights or is that something you don't
2: do a whole lot of in your own managerial career I've, I see. By me realizing that I'm a bigger guy, when I manage cruiserweights, we do a lot of different things. Like I might catch them, I might throw them, I might you know what I'm saying. Like we might just you know what I'm saying. We do like I, I weaponize all my cruiserweights and my female wrestlers. Like like they don't touch the ground like that like that much. Like with me, like I I can catch them and and, and do stuff with them. Like you know what I'm saying, like it's just a, a different element that we that, that that comes in. Like you know what I'm saying, like if I'm out if I go out with him like for for a battle royal, if somebody throw him out, I might throw him back in. Like you know what I'm saying, I might catch him and run around the ring and put him on the other side. Like you just, I mean, it's just it just they, like I'm, it's it's just it's just it's just I just try to do some different things with them that you might not see nobody else do, or you gonna see them do after. They gonna do it after once they see it they're gonna do it i I've, I've got i I'm, I'm with I'm all right with it now, I know
1: <laughs> now a lot of times the cruiserweights are gonna do a lot of the flying moves, a lot of the flips and the dives, and they're gonna have a lot of really fast paced matches when you watch these guys work from ringside. Are you in awe of a lot of the things that you see? or are you ever fearful of some of the moves they do because it looks like it's going to be dangerous?
2: Well, yeah, I, I, like I worry about I worry about everybody all the time, like because you know, like in this business, you know, if anything is is possible. Anything, you know, anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I worry about all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: obviously, wrestling is a very, very physical sport, and injuries are just part of the natural part of it. So we're going to see that no matter what. What are some of the more serious injuries that you've witnessed
2: on shows where you've managed? Oh man, I didn't see stuff get bent the wrong way. I didn't. I didn't see people, people nasty, nasty, nasty spills. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I, you name it. I didn't. I didn't almost. I didn't almost see it. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't see people having to get recently resuscitated. I just, just all kind of stuff. It's, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride, man.
1: Now, have you yourself sustained very many injuries?
2: Um. I have had a couple of things, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm dealing with my back right now, like you know what I'm saying, but you know, I I've had a couple of things wrong with me. But, you know, that's 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 the thing that's the thing about getting into the business old too. Like I was already old older when I got into the business, so it was like like I didn't get in I didn't get in like nineteen, eight, you know what I'm saying nineteen and all that, like everybody else did like I got in shit, I was a grown man when I got in with grown kids so.
1: and when you have a family, wrestling can be hard because you're on the road, you're having to leave home make the towns a lot of times you're working holidays a lot of times you're going to miss birthday parties weddings that type of thing you said your kids were grown when you started into it were they more accepting of the wrestling business and your part in it do you think or do you think
2: it was harder because they were older no it, it was routine, it was just like you know what i'm saying i was still i was already doing still doing concerts like you know what I'm saying like they like it's 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 just it's it's like it's another it's another event like you know what I'm saying I host events i, I do concerts uh, you know what I'm saying i host t v shows like like it's just a, it's it's just a it's it's another thing it's another thing I'm doing <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like they 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 indifferent to it basically so they just think I'm crazy for doing it, but you know Now, have
1: your children ever expressed interest in getting into the entertainment field, whether it was music or wrestling or another form of entertainment, and going
2: somewhat into your footsteps? Well, yeah, I mean they they uh they they, they do their thing, like you know what I'm saying. They got the uh they got music and stuff be dropping and stuff like that. Like you know, they they uh they won't do it on their own without me, you know what I'm saying. Really, like you know, like trying to you know so. I just, I just let them do that. I just try to help them as best I could, you know what I'm saying, without, you know, you know sometimes, like, uh, like entertainers that have children that are entertainers sometimes throw their children out too fast or too, I, you know, I just, I'm, I want I want people to like them for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's been working because, you know, people have been liking them for them. So I think, I think that's cool.
1: Now, in professional wrestling, there's a very long history of people following into their father's footsteps. In the last 20 years or so, 25 years maybe, we've seen a lot of third-generation wrestlers come into the forefront, Uh, people like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Talia Neidhart, People like that are third generation. We've seen a few fourth generation athletes yeah, right. in the last few years. What do you think it is about professional wrestling that we see so many multi-generational families?
2: I mean, because they grew up around it. They grew up engulfed in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, these, like, the generation talking about, there's pictures of them at, at some of the things. Some of the second generation always like, no been around, like and like I think you no, know, uh, not scripted for TV, right? But just just the way that they show, you know what I'm saying? Like how he was around, like cause they did a lot of stuff as a kid. Nobody dude was gonna grow up to be. You know what I'm saying? The megastar that he is, but you know what I'm saying? Because they was the megastars. Like, nobody knew that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, like, them kids, like, you, you never know. You never know with them. Like, and then they got fourth generation, and pretty soon they're going to have a fifth generation somewhere. So.
1: Now, if you had to pin down the most – Uh, let me see if I can word this correctly. The most adept person at following into their father's footsteps and wrestling being completely natural for them, who do you think was the most natural second-generation wrestler that we've had in the business?
2: Oh, mm. Um, i will go with Joe Jarrett. I go with Good Jeff. I go with Jeff Jarrett. I go with Double J. I go with Double J for
1: that. Not only was he a second generation yeah. wrestler, he was
2: a second generation
1: promoter. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, everything came everything came natural to him. <laughs> I mean but but then like, then you could just pick one from each era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to go an era before that, I'll go with David Viner. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if you want to go now, I'll go with Cody. Like, you uh, like, know, stop. <laughs> and uh, road not Hall. either.
1: two <laughs> A lot of performers have favorite venue where they get to perform, whether it is because of the logistics of the venue or because of the acoustics in the venue or because it's a venue they grew up going to before entering a business, whatever the reason they have, that one favorite venue that sticks out to them where they love to go more than any other, do you have that one venue that's your absolute favorite?
2: Uh, uh I go with the Morgan City Municipal Auditorium is probably my favorite. The city of Louisiana, is it's like you know a lot of historic buildings, So uh, like I just I just I just feel the here and and I had a lot of big concerts of of the same building. So it's like like i' i've been the same be in the same like room getting ready, like you know what I'm saying it's like like I just feel like the similarities in the whole thing like it's it's cool right it's just
1: now on the flip side, you don't have to name specifics if you don't want, but have you had a venue or two in your career where you we're wondering why you're in that particular venue to begin with having to perform.
2: No. Nope. No, because I've, I've performed in like barns, damn near all the way to like our biggest, the big old arenas and, 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 I treat them all the same. Like you know what I'm saying? Like musically I performed in little hole in the walls and I performed in big old outdoor arenas and stuff. I treat them all the same. I'm just I'm just happy and grateful to honestly to be there and being able to do it. Because there's 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 people that wanna do that to do that. And like you know what I'm saying, and there's there are trade places within the hubby. And and I, I, I'm 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 thankful and grateful for the fact that I'm even blessed to even able to 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 even you know what I'm saying being that type of L to do those type of things cuz a lot of these people did it on both ends of this entertain uh uh, uh the entertainment wrestling and all that I grew up watching these people I had tons of these people and these people are now my uh friends and they my peers my friends my mentors like you know what I'm saying like I I like I, I couldn't make this up I, I can't make this up man
1: Now, another thing that a lot of wrestlers and managers, anyone really that's in business takes a lot of pride in, is the actual physical ring. On the independent circuit especially, rings can vary quite a bit as far as quality of how they're built, how they're maintained, how firm they are, how soft they are. Do you have an actual... Favorite physical ring where you and your wrestlers perform?
2: I like the ones. I like the ones that 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 actually have been put together correctly with some nice ropes and not them ropes ropes. <laughs> oh man, I hate them ropes. Like, I hate the ropes ropes. Like the ones that's actual like real rope. Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> like but anything as of that my my buzz my buzz uh T T G they they train the go. They they could go anywhere. So it's like we don't work six sided range, we don't work the regular, you know what I'm saying? We don't work the low buzz, we don't work the big we don't work the the W C W range, the old you know, old old W you know what I'm saying? We don't work all that stuff, man. Now
1: coach touch on this a little bit. Earlier when he was asking about a drink, but being on the road like wrestlers are, do you have a favorite go-to spot when it comes to eating? Do you have like that one spot where if you see it on the road, you're going to stop to have something to eat?
2: Oh, you, you you should know the answer to this. Waffle House is it's the number one spot. I'm the Waffle House. Uh, I'm the Waffle House waffle eating champion of the world.
1: Very nice. I know they actually have a legitimate title belt for Waffle House now, so hopefully you have one of those. (laughs) I'm
2: going to have to call Corbin and get it. Absolutely. That's something that does exist.
1: Now, what's your go-to when you go into the Waffle House?
2: Uh, The T-Bone, Hash Browns. Uh, with a waffle on the side, with a with a good lemonade. Not a bad choice, right there. And I play the Waffle House songs on the jukebox. There's there's Waffle House songs that's about Waffle House on the jukebox, and I advise everyone: if you ever go in there, please do it for me and play one song off the Waffle House menu for the workers in there, and they'll love you for it. They might give you the special sauce.
1: I'm going to check that out the next time I'm in a Waffle House. (laughs) I don't know if this directly applies to you as much, but I'll ask this one. Most wrestlers have a ghost gear maker that makes their wrestling gear. You have a go to
2: source for the gear that you wear to bring. Um well really um my gear maker really doesn't have a name. it's it's kinda like, like a friend of mine and she just makes she makes the stuff for me. She just she just make it for me. Like she's <laughs> like i'm I'm gonna have to talk to her about this i'm gonna have to, like i'm gonna have to get us. she's gonna have to come up with a name so if somebody asks like it be like hey, it's so and so And she race is yeah, like, yeah she's been she been she been having me looking right for the last couple of years so so i'm I'm thankful for it
1: uh discounting yourself. Who would you say has the best looking figure on the independent circuit
2: scene? Hmm. On the independent scene? Uh I go with um I see Mojo McQueen, I go with Mojo McQueen. He was very right bad. Yeah.
1: looking at the landscape of wrestling right now, we've got more televised and streaming wrestling right now than I can remember. Yeah. have right. WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, all on American television. Wow, women of wrestling thriving on the CW and CBS affiliates. Right. Uh, You have streaming services now that cater strictly to independent wrestling. So any major independent company you can think of is having a presence where fans anywhere in the world can watch their show. Do you think, by and large, from what you see, a lot of the people in wrestling, be it the referees, the managers, the wrestlers, understand working for a televised product, or do you think that it's still something being learned on a larger scale?
2: Yeah, I think a lot, because a lot of these, a lot of these companies that's getting the streaming have a lot of, that's never worth TV and they don't know that this has to get condensed. So they're still trying to get a lot of this stuff in. And they and they, and and they, they they gotta know that they can't really go over time, like you know what I'm saying. It's really about the time. You can't go over the time. You can't go over the time. I, I can't stress that enough, like you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. But but you know you learn that by bumping your head, like you know what I'm saying. You learn that by bumping your head, or you or you get to be around some people that's gonna really just you know give you the game early. Like I was I was blessed to be around some good people. so. But if not, you gotta just learn. You gotta just learn that. You gotta just learn that. Learn it on the fly, man. I'm so just trying of to get this stuff. Things in.
1: that I've noticed in my own career: a lot of times, a referee and a manager will have a really good chemistry to where they can work together and they can salvage a match if things go off the rails if they know what yeah. they're doing and know how to work with one another, do you yeah. have a referee or two or three that come to mind where your chemistry is so good that if things start to go south in a match, the two of you can actually cover for it and get things back right?
2: Sure. I got a couple of them. I got a couple of them. Like uh, like the great James Bid is like, uh, like most definitely him. Uh, they got a uh, – they got a guy named Eddie Hines. Uh There's a couple of them. There's a couple couple refs. Couple of refs. There's a couple of them. There's really too many of to name. Like, but I, I like to I like to talk to the refs when I go to when I go to a venue. New there, I, I I have conversations with the refs. Like I, I go talk to them. I be wanting to know what's going on like <laughs> with them. Like you know what I'm saying. Like what's up. Like. So by the time we do go there, like, like they know, they know I'm not trying to come in, in big time, nothing and nothing like that. They know I'm just a dude trying to come in and make this, make the show, like you know what I'm saying, a tad bit better. Because I'm here, because they got, that's what they got me here for to, to do my thing. So I, I come to do my thing and make sure that we all doing our thing and make sure the people love it.
1: Well, we have just a few minutes left in today's program, and I want to make sure you have ample time if there's anything you would like to say to the listeners today if you want to plug and promote absolutely anything social medias merchandise upcoming appearances your favorite seafood restaurant anything that you want floor
2: is all yours okay man make sure y'all uh Tune into my stuff, you know what I'm saying? Add me on uh, social media. You can go to uh, Big Ramp uh, TV at Instagram. And my link tree will send you to everything else. Uh, I got new music out. Uh, if you're into that type of thing, check out my music. Uh, check out uh, the group Big Numbers, B-I-G-G-N-U-M-B-E-R-Z. Uh, there's no cuss words on it. That's straight Walmart music, basically, for the radio with us. So if y'all want, y'all can play it at any function. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you check it out. Uh, You know, I'm still hosting uh, Fat Fat and all that. Make sure y'all check out Fat Fat and all that TV. It's a hip-hop show that's been on over 20 years on television. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to keep touring with this music. We're going to keep touring with this wrestling. We're going to keep this moving, high move. And uh, I see y'all on the flip side, man. Well, Big Ramp, I want to thank you
1: very, very much for taking time to be with us. We definitely appreciate you being here, and hopefully our paths will cross sometime in the near future. Oh, yeah, man, most definitely. All right, fans, definitely get out there and check out Big Ramp, whether it's music, whether it's wrestling. He is good at what he does, so get out there and support him and his career. As we wrap things up, and get ready for Wrestlemania Coach have you some plugs to make
0: Yes You can check me out at the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast every Saturday At noon Pacific Next week Saturday the 8th April 8th I'll have Lone Star From the Northwest And then I'm working on getting Migs For the 15th And I've already got Baby Doll Confirmed for the 22nd And then I'm also looking to Book uh q Carmichael, and Michelle Starr. I'm looking to get a date book for those guys, but we're in the talks right now. Also, you guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Coach Mike Jones on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out The Real School Army and the NCW Green Room for hundreds of interviews of celebrities all over the world. And we want to thank you guys all for your love and support and all your feedback. Thank you so much.
1: Alright, don't forget you can find us on all the social medias. Turnbuckle Turmoil on the Facebook. You can find me on the Book of Faces. You can find me on the Twitters, the Gram, the YouTube, Chicken Bob also on all social medias. Also, we will mention you can go over to Debashi's Market on I Street in Tacoma, Washington. He has his own blend of coffee, which he sells both ground and drip coffee that you can buy by the cup. He has Yemen gold, Sasquatch and Pacific Northwest heavyweight championship coffee. It's selling very fast. So make sure you get there quickly to procure your own coffee. I believe you can also catch WrestleMania up on the television. If you stop by today,
2: Ben, that's fine.
1: He has that going, but check his store out. Grand opening is happening soon. He's still in the soft opening, but grand opening is coming very soon. But I'll remind everyone, stay safe out there. Get out your and support local independent wrestling wherever it may be near you. We will be back with you next week. And then Friday afternoon upcoming, we have Bob Cook returning to the program. And then one week from today, very special show. We have Malachi Coventry, who is a nine-year-old aspiring amateur wrestling, hoping to follow in his father, John Davidson's footstep to get into the professional ranks. He is coming off a big amateur meet the day before, so he'll be with us to tell us how the amateur meet went and what his plans are in order to become a professional wrestler, just like his father So join us for that. We'll be back with you soon. Everybody, stay safe.